This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. always seems to get involved, doesn't he? I'm telling you, too many coconuts have hit him right on top of the skull. Well, I think uh, Anthony will be a great acquisition. He can do it all. Avery, whose show is this? And we're live. Welcome, everybody, here to the Lakers Lounge. I'm Anthony Irwin. Uh, today, joined by you guys. You guys are going to be sitting here. I am uh, watching the Dodgers uh, waste away yet another 100-win season. Uh, I am, uh, though, still happy to have watched what the Lakers did earlier this evening, having beaten the uh, Brooklyn Nets 126-129. to 129. Uh, a lot to like about that game. But, yeah, we are going to... Uh, this is going to be a version, I guess, of the pressure cooker. For those of you who remember that stuff from last season. Uh, as it stands right now, Arizona is up on the Lakers... Or on the Dodgers uh, 4-2 to with J.D. Martinez at the plate. Uh, one out in the bottom of the eighth. So, yeah, depending on what happens there is going to be... <laughs> Uh, how I react to stuff on here, but a lot to like about that Lakers game. Uh, again, the final score here, or for the first time, the final score here, 129 to 126, the Lakers beat the Brooklyn Nets in Las Vegas uh, and and at times looked just absolutely overwhelming offensively. The defense, I think, is going to be a bit of a work in progress. There just isn't very much, um, you know, defensive talent on this roster uh, outside of Anthony Davis, you know, you kind of look at the, the defenders on this team. Jared Vanderbilt didn't play in this one. Cam Reddish also didn't play uh, in this one either, but there just isn't very much like you go into a game and say, I know what I'm getting from this player defensively. And the Lakers are going to basically be trying to overcome that with, Offensive firepower as we watch a double play. Yep. Yeah, of course. Uh, but yeah, the the, uh, the the Lakers are basically going to, going to be going into uh, every game this season, at least until we see some type of a trade, uh, you know, working to outscore opponents. And and that's a that's that's a, a that's not quite what we're used to with the LeBron and AD era, right? It was, it's always been this bruising defensive presence that, you know, beats teams into obliteration and then runs on them and, and gets out and, and, and scores in transition. This team though, you kind of look at it and you look at, you know, offensively, the Lakers started tonight 
with D'Angelo Russell, Austin Reeves, Torian Prince, LeBron, and AD, that's three really good shooters in Russell, Reeves, and Prince surrounding LeBron and AD, uh, which offensively is really difficult to deal with. And I think the Lakers put up 75 points in, uh, yeah, in the in the first half. The Lakers dropped 75 uh, and, and were just overwhelming defensively. Uh, looks like we have a guest, so I'm going to have to put my headphone in. Uh, special guest. I we're I guess we're gonna commiserate in this together. So we who we go. There it is. Hello, Sabrina. How you doing? How are we doing? I come to you live from uh, you know hundred yards away from T-Mobile Arena, where I did not watch the Lakers and Nets play today because I wanted to watch the Dodgers, and lo and behold. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I guess later in the show, I'll give some Dodgers thoughts because, you know, nobody's tuning into a Lakers show to listen to me whine about a team that, like, annually wins 100 games or whatever and then just craps a bit in the postseason, especially when there's so much, like, excitement going into a Lakers season, right? Like, the Lakers, um, I, I've I've been saying all off season. Um, that while there might have been a different approach that I might have taken, the front office did optimize the roster, right? They they prioritized competition heading into the season, and it really shows. Like, this roster makes a whole bunch of sense. I Every time Darvin went to the bench, uh, I was like, whoa, that's another NBA player. <laughs> How about that? And that was not something I was – like, I was also kind of joking with Jen at the end of the game – when it was all the rookies out there, I was like, this is about as much talent as was on the court, like to start last season. <laughs> um, but yeah, how are you doing, Sabrina? How are you holding up? I mean, I am trying not to compare your optimism now to your optimism prior to the 2020-21 season because, Fair. I mean, honestly. We know how that went. I think that was a highly underrated Lakers season. Frankly, that was a tremendous team up until Anthony Davis got hurt. So mm-hmm. I, I do they think our optimism was warranted about that team. Mm-hmm. But obviously the end results was such that not only did the team lose, but uh, we abandoned all of our principles. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> Although in fairness to us, Rob himself said that they overreacted to that season. They did. I'm so glad that he admitted culpability because that's all you yeah. want. You know, we effed we up. Like, it happens. You know, yeah. you screw up, you do what you can to make up for it. And to land here two years later after, you know, that offseason, 2021 offseason, it's not terrible. You know, I really I really like this team. And I don't yeah. I don't know who the fifth starter is supposed to be at. I know that's a hot topic of conversation. I, I don't think I'm on Team Torian Prince, uh, but... I don't know if you want to talk about that, but yeah, it's a, no, it's a good I, team. I, I mean, it's kind of nice though, that like, no matter who they throw into the, into that starting lineup, it's Cameron. not like I was, I was looking at, <laughs> okay. fair. <laughs> <laughs> but like outside of reddish, there isn't really a player on this team whose game. I just flat out do not like whose game that I just, I don't see how it's applicable for positive NBA play. And even Reddish, like, I get why somebody like Polinka would 
gamble on reddish totally worthy sometimes though and often it's why it's called gambling Mm -hmm. gambles don't pay off you know and and i i don't think it's going to pay off here with reddish but even there though or or even despite that though um whether it's vanderbilt whether it's Rui, whether it's prince all three guys are legit nba players all three guys have things that they bring to the table that would really help austin lebron AD and and D'Lo. D'Lo, yeah. Um, it just, it, it, there isn't like a move here. It's funny, I, I'm heading into the season and I know people like are used to me ranting and raving about something or other, but I just can't get, like there's nothing that I can be upset about. You know, there's nothing. I remember even when they, when they signed Christian Wood, there were people like, oh, God, low, you know, there, there, were, there were concerns about, like, well, why is he here in the first place and all that stuff? And I'm like, watching him, I'm like, that's a really talented NBA Very player. Talented, yes. <laughs> like, he's going to help. He's going, yeah. like, at some point this season, he's going to help. So um, who, do you, who do you have as your fifth starter there? I like Vanderbilt. Okay. Mostly because I think his skills are maximized by playing against opposing starters. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. So I just don't really see the need to bring a defensive specialist off the bench. Yeah, There's value in bringing in, you know, a microwave scorer off the bench or, you know, a, a different type of big man, let's say. But when your best skill is stopping lead ball handlers i kind of think you want to be up against the best lead ball handlers yeah you're not usually like nobody was bringing specific players off of the bench to guard jamal crawford right or like to guard, <laughs> to guard like you know like second second team scorers this isn't the kind of guy that you know I'm, I'm 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 keeping guys on the bench for i get that i um my i just i wish like there was uh, alex regla uh, you know, silver screen roll, um, regulators out there, like, you know, stand up. But, but we, um, he had a thread from the first preseason game. And one of the points that he was making and one of the screen grabs that he, he took a couple shots of was how little attention Golden State was paying to, to Vanderbilt. Totally. And, um, 
You know, I think in the regular season, you're going to see a little bit less of that. And I think the Warriors specifically, having just played the Lakers in a series, were like, we do not care about this person. So, like, I think it is something that, that you know, might improve over the course of the season. But I, I, it does make me nervous to have somebody out there that defenses just do not care about at all. And, um, and it also is tough because Darwin is, I think, pretty adamant about just sticking him there in the corner or sticking him there in the dunker spot and, and just hoping that the defense like forgets who's over there and, and she doesn't shade completely away from him. Um, but, but also like, I think part of the case for Vanderbilt, at least at the beginning of the season is if you're going to find out that he has any offensive juice whatsoever, it'll be at the beginning of the season. It's not the kind of thing that like you come back to over the course of the season either. So yeah, I think that you you've made that point. I think um, Tim's made that point as far as Vanderbilt, especially if you're starting D'Lo, mm-hmm. by the way, looks incredible. <laughs> like, He's auditioning I, for the next team, is he not? <laughs> I don't know. I, I so did you see the birthday party he had for his son, by the way? The I, Lakers rookie theme birthday party. D'Lo as a father makes me feel ancient. Ancient, truly. D- D'Lo heading into his ninth season. Jen said to me, How is um that possible? The, my very first writing job was for a website called NBA S E Talk. Uh, they were not good at SEO. <laughs> <laughs> what does that stand for anyway? I, you know, Great. I don't know. Sorry. Oh. Uh, but it was it was 11 years ago today that Jen put on Facebook, congratulations to my husband for getting his first writing gig wow. for NBASETalk.com. It might have been like a dot something else also <laughs> like i don't know uh but but um the reason i mentioned that is because like yeah they said it media day that delo's heading into his ninth season and he's throwing out social media posts for his son and the laker ba- birthday party that you throw also if you're throwing a laker birthday party i know they just gave him like a whole bunch of money but <laughs> but if you're throwing like a laker birthday party that's an investment right it like has if you shades of Ty Lu's Laker cake, <laughs> that's yeah. But like he was, he wasn't a Laker then. <laughs> famously, hey, once a Laker, always a Laker. Isn't that the motto? <laughs> Especially if you win a championship. But like, I don't know. I feel like I feel like if you if you really think that you are definitely going to get traded, you probably have a more neutral birthday party for your for your kid. It was very right? cute. I I would have a emotionally. It would be more difficult for me to want to trade D'Lo after said birthday yeah. party but no i mean i think i think you're absolutely right he looks he looks great and i he, i would hope so because he's he's an adult like he understands that he did not yeah. perform how the lakers wanted him to during the postseason and you can write some of that off by saying oh we barely had two months to get to know one another like it was is an uphill yeah. battle but now that's not an excuse anymore right now this yeah. is your team your offense from the get-go whether he's playing the nominal one or two i don't think it's particularly important but well yeah, he's there's, a baller there's no excuses anyway. at this point right like he has to prove that you know he was better than mike conley in that trade or or, i mean i think he's proven that he's better than the guard that the lakers sent away but you know (laughs) i think we are um (laughs) but i i 
it's it was a couple points that and again media day hype is media day hype and and it is what it's always going to be is is again the Lakers the Dodgers are just <laughs> yeah uh but oh, but they're loaded crap <laughs> he he said to um the 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 spectrum people that he spoke to there that uh because he had a kid um, that he what he didn't like travel the way that he normally does in the off season, and and that got him working out sooner. And another thing that he said, I believe, to the Kamenetsky brothers was like how he is looking to improve defensively, where he isn't going to get faster, he isn't going to jump higher. He's not like those aren't things that he is capable of at this stage of his career. But can he understand, you know, uh, be better position positionally? Um, I get paid to talk and, and like, can he, can he have that better awareness to like not suck on that end? And then also he said that like, he watched back the tape from that warrior series and he said he just didn't do anything helping rebound either, right? Whether it was actually going to get the rebound or blocking out to, to help the team get a rebound. Right. And, and I don't know, like that amount of, of, of maturity I think is going to really help. But then also it's nice to just have a flamethrower out there occasionally. And we saw it there in, in this game tonight where there was a stretch where it was just Stu Lance was like, yeah, sometimes guys get it going. And when D'Lo really has it going as, as he did in that one Warriors game where he had the three, three pointers. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> I don't know what your timing is and I'm trying not to react and I'm trying not to pay attention to your. Yeah, reaction. I'm, I'm just, I, I told people at the top of the show, I am watching this know, game off to I the know. side. It's one, oh. it's a one Oh count here. I think you're slightly ahead of me. Oh my God. It's um, but, but like, yeah, that, ma that maturity, uh, him being in, in a little better shape. And mm -hmm. then like, it just, it is like, I, I tweeted out and for some reason people took real issue with it, but I said that like this, the, the, the lineup that the Lakers started today with Torian Prince in there as the fifth starter, next to D'Lo, next to Austin, like, that's the best shooting lineup the Lakers have had since, you um. know? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Like somebody question. mentioned the D'Antoni teams. No, no, D'Antoni teams didn't have any shooting. That's why we started Earl Clark. Right. Yeah. Like they shot a bunch of threes and they were like, they, they, they ranked high because the league wasn't in a place yet where like teams were really going That's off the way that they did. But like, like in the, terms the last or the second to last Luke team where we had KCP and Brooke Lopez in the starting lineup. 
Um, yeah, but even then, like, that... I don't think the rest of the lineup was particularly loaded on shooting. Yeah, because like, we would have started Randall, Ingram, who not a shooter, Ingram pre shooter, not a shooter. Uh, who was the point guard then? Lonzo, D'Lo? oh, definitely not a shooter. Uh, no, Delo was gone by then, right? Yeah, it, was so Lonzo, it, was, it was Lonzo, KCP, who wasn't a shooter then. KCP was a shooter, and Brooke was a shooter. So two out yeah. of five was honestly like, oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm curious. I wanna I wanna ask about this quick detour, and I promise we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about the uh, the Lakers more often than not here. But I find myself like <laughs> it is just unbridled fandom with the Dodgers. Whereas like with the Lakers, like when, when I tweet about the Dodgers, this is a lot, it is a lot more unhinged than 100%. when I talk, when I do, when I talk about the Lakers. Right. And like tonight I was telling Jen, I was like, it, they win a hundred games year in, year out. But it's also like, at some point you have to start prioritizing postseason play. Even if it yeah, comes so at the at the, at the at like game players or whatever you call those in baseball, yeah, right. Yeah. Well, because like you're you're looking at you're looking at like the the Chris Taylors of the world, and you're looking at the the and Kike like had a had a hit tonight or whatever. But it's just it's just it's the same thing where they they really prioritize depth in the regular I don't season think in order the to like Dodgers keep winning. Did that this year though, I well, they didn't do anything this year. No, like, like this I year was a pretty bad job by Friedman. Put into the season was supposed to be better equipped for the postseason, but then you lose Lux like in the preseason. Or yeah, yeah you lose Lux. You know, Julio Urias, the less that's said about him, the better. Yeah. Um, Walker Bueller doesn't come back, right? Dustin May has his injury. Like there were, you know, things put in place to make sure that the Dodgers could be better in the postseason. And the fact that they still won hundred games, I don't think it's because they prioritize depth. I think it's just because they can't help but have depth. Their farm system is outstanding. Yeah. So well, I think but there's that's, something that's kind of the culture they've created to win games during the regular season. It's just, I don't know that it's necessarily in conflict with the culture that wins in the postseason. It's just, if there's 162 games and we're freaking out of the results of two games. You know, that's yeah, the problem with the baseball playoffs. Yes, agreed. I, but like, even there though, like those regular season wins feels like feel like fool's gold, right? Like the, it, it's just it just. Um, at least they get us to the point where we're in a five-game series instead of a three-game series. But like, who who was honestly confident going into the series? Nobody. Not a single person. And and that's, and, and that's like the point. reason, like I wasn't confident that we were going to win a hundred games either. Well, but it, it it is kind of the point though, because like if Clayton Kershaw is your 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 number one like day one pitcher, your your first game game one pitcher in a series where you've had a week off and. Kershaw is not typical Kershaw, and then behind him, four ERA this year. Well, yeah, but like, but he's not he's not like you you know like the, the ace that he was, and and sure. like yesterday, yeah. or, you know, a couple of days ago, that was extremely surprising, yeah. even given my lowered expectations for him. But like, you know, I I don't think this year is most reflective of the way the Dodgers have approached their team building in the last decade. I think this year was very clearly we need to get some financial things in order in order to sign Shohei during the next offseason. I think that's yeah. very clear. Yeah. I don't so think they anticipated being judge, here. It's hard for me to judge this team, you know, based on like some grander front office conclusions. Yeah. Like I'm very pleasantly happy with the way this team has performed. And like, again, who, who is to expect that you're, 
that Kershaw, even diminished Kershaw is going to give up six runs in one third of an inning. Nobody. You only get one out. One out. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that why you tweeted? Like, just get one out. And then you're like, I should have asked for more. Well, I wanted more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, it, it's, it's tough. Like part of this is just even, even like, I, I think point A, when it comes to the Dodgers in these spots is these guys just have to play better. Right. Sure. Everything beyond that is just copium. Everything yeah. beyond that is just me lashing out, you know, punching a wall because I didn't get my way in high school, you know? Mm-hmm. Also, though, I just think like this team and and this organization has such deep pockets that I don't want to hear about like bridge year stuff. I don't want to hear about like getting under the luxury tax in order to have like a better shot at Shohei and not hurt it, have it hurt so bad if you do get Shohei. You know, like that that kind of stuff. This is not a cap sport. This is a, this is a team that should be able to just spend and spend and spend and spend. And and I think they really went into this this last offseason um thinking that they like they they I don't think they figured that Bowers money would ever be on the books for them this year. And and it they found that out at such a late ooh, at oh right at somebody, <laughs> fuck. Um, I'm like, what is Anthony excited about? Here? Yeah, but like, I I think you know, I I think it, it it's just not it's not an organization. I think that should be counting like tax dollars. To and it's fair, not I don't organ- really understand the competitive balance tax in baseball, so I don't really know what the rules are. Or what, yeah, what I need the to talk are. to Eric again about it. But. Yeah, um, he did make Eric Eric from SB Nation, Eric Steven, mm-hmm. uh the, the pun master of the universe didn't make a compelling argument about why the Dodgers needed to get their finances in order. And like, I, again, I'm not sure I, agree but they didn't was like, is a thing. Just, yeah. I mean, they like, this is still a smaller payroll than it has been in the past. Yeah. Um, but they, but, again, but like, like, I look at the team who was supposed to be here in October mm-hmm. and like, I'm, I don't hate that. <laughs> like That's, that's some yeah. quality, some quality. Yeah. Easy. I mean, like I, I tweeted that out and, to be absolutely clear, I am in no way saying that like Trevor Bauer, I I miss Trevor Bauer, you know. Right, right, right. I'm in no way saying that I miss Julio Urias, even though right. like just the sports fan in me misses watching him pitch. He's a piece of filth and he shouldn't be out there. Like exactly. Absolutely 100%. not. Like 100%. I don't want him anywhere near We're my favorite the team. Chance. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, it, that story is written. Mm-hmm. But like you, you you look at Bauer, you look at him, you look at May, you look at Bueller. Uh-huh. Those are all four better pitchers than Kershaw this year. Like there's well, maybe maybe Even except Tony for Gonsolin Bauer. Got hurt, right? And Gonsolin. I always forget about Gonsolin. Catman. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. Anyway, let's go back to the Lakers. They 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 make they put me in a better mood because the <laughs> Dodgers are two outs away from their season essentially. Uh, one out, actually. No, oh, great. Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> his name is out, man. Um so I want to, to talk fair, about. I want to go back it's to. Not a uh, win. You could win three games after this. <laughs> we did I, win sixteen that, more games than the Diamondbacks this year. You think they're gonna? The <laughs> Diamondbacks are painting every corner and oh, and barreling every pitch, and the Dodgers what like. The, what was their record against? What does the Dodgers? Dodgers BP look like? What is their like? What, like <laughs> <laughs> Like in batting practice, are they just hitting dribblers? To like it's just barely reaching the outfield. Oh my god! 
Oh, God. No, Mookie being the last out in this game would be so that. fitting. All right. So um, I wanna, I'm want i going to go back to the... Oh, okay. Mookie isn't going to be the last out. All right. Game is over. I can game now over. completely focus on this Dodger, this Lakers team. <laughs> can completely focus on the Dodgers. Um, I want to keep talking about Russell, though, because if he is right, and looks legitimately good over the course of the season. A, obviously, that improves their chances of getting a real return from him if they do decide to consolidate their team um, by sending him out. But I also think, like, because in the offseason, it was essentially, like, that was what was... Uh, every person that I spoke to, the take was, yeah, they are going to bring him back, but they're going to be bringing him back on as movable contract as they can because he's not going to finish the year with the Lakers, right? That was every single person I spoke to. It was unanimous, basically. Now, though, it is a lot more like there's a lot more optimism both from the Lakers' perspective and around the league that, like, this guy might actually play himself into a lasting role in the organization. And you listen to him talk and, and the maturation that has kind of taken place there. Um, you listen, you kind of watch the way he's playing. He looks a lot more active defensively um, than he ever was last year, I thought, or at any real point in, in times that I've paid attention to him. Um, we know that the Lakers have really invested in player development. And no, he's not young anymore. But I do think the Lakers believe that with some like proper coaching, they can get a little bit more out of them. And I'm he's just kind of very curious. nomadic career too. Like it's a good thing yeah. to get him in one. I guess he was in Minnesota for longer than I remember. Maybe like three years in Minnesota. Yeah, but even then, not the same coach the whole way through. So right, and it, like also like three years in Minnesota is just like. Yeah, it's just yeah. it's like it's like that it's like that like six month stretch where you think about being a psych major in college. You know, it just doesn't count. You know. 